There is an interesting country song by Johnny Cash called The Fourth Man in the Fire. In only the way that Johnny Cash could do, he describes the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, found in Daniel 3. No, I'm not going to be singing Johnny's song, but in today's podcast, I want to look at that story and pull out some lessons that can help us as we may have to face some fiery furnaces in our own lives. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. This is Cindy Whitman from Restoring the Foundations, and the verses for today are Daniel 3, 24 through 25. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spoke and said to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men loose and walking in the midst of the fire, and they are unharmed. And the fourth form is like the Son of God. You know, many of us will never have to face a situation like these boys did. And these were boys. They were still teenagers when this happened, and they were able to withstand the threat of certain death without bowing down to the idol made by the king. I've often wondered what I would have done in that same situation. Would I have caved into the king in order to save myself from the fire? I read this story of Mefri on the Voice of the Martyrs website. At 21, Mefri enrolled in a local Bible school for the purpose of hiding out from the police who were after him for selling drugs. While in Bible school, he got radically saved and wanted to share Jesus with his people. In Indonesia, where he lived, it was not necessarily illegal to share the gospel with people, but it was very dangerous. He tells many stories of walking along the road, being jumped by Muslim militants, and being severely beaten. He was beaten so badly on one occasion that he could not walk for six months. Yet, that has not stopped this mighty man of God from continuing to share the gospel in the fiery furnace of Indonesia. I read another story on the Voice of the Martyrs website at persecution.com about Cha Doksan, Cha left her home in North Korea during the Great Famine of 1990s and fled to China in search of food. While in China, she was introduced to Jesus in one of the many underground churches. Cha became a fanatical believer in Jesus who returned to her home in North Korea and began planting underground house churches, even though it was outlawed by the government. She was so successful by evangelizing her people and starting house churches that when the North Korean government found out about what she was doing, they arrested her and made a public video about her execution to keep others from following in her footsteps. What Satan has never learned, though, is that when you persecute the body of Christ, it does not shrink, it actually grows. Due to her martyrdom, the underground church movement in North Korea grew like never before. There are so many incredible untold stories of God's children willing to go into the fiery furnace rather than to denounce their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm not looking at the future with fear, but the reality is that the potential for the heat to be turned up on the body of Christ is very real. 
Some of the prophetic words given for 2024 suggest that things might be getting more difficult. Some of the difficulty we face might be due to the natural consequences from leadership that is not leading well, issues like the economy, the border, the rise of violence, and the increase in anti-American sentiment here in our own country could lead to more difficulty for each of us in the USA. In other countries, the issues may differ, but persecution is rising around the world. When I was pregnant with each of our three children, I had to prepare for my trip to the hospital ahead of time, even though I did not know the exact day or time that the baby would come. I packed an overnight bag with certain essentials for my stay, things that were recommended that I pack a sack lunch for after the delivery or during the delivery. The sack lunch was for Lee. If I would have waited until I went into labor, it would have been too late. I had to prepare ahead of time, not knowing exactly where I would need to go. You cannot prepare for something like that when they happen. You actually have to prepare ahead of time. Oh, and by the way, during one of the deliveries, the lunch was actually for Lee, and I was so hungry after giving birth, I ate his sandwich. So how can you be prepared for the future and the potential furnaces that we might face? Let me share a few thoughts from the story of the fiery furnace found in Daniel 3. The first thing we see is in these boys who were thrown in the furnace and their buddy Daniel was that they knew their God. These Hebrew boys were schooled from a very young age to know God and to know God's ways. The story goes that the king brought in the best of the best. It says in Daniel 1.3 that they brought in the youths in whom was no blemish, who were handsome and skillful in every branch of wisdom and gifted with understanding and discerning knowledge, such as the ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the language of the Chaldeans. And they put these boys into school to teach them all the ways of the Chaldeans. What were the Chaldeans doing during the schooling? They were trying to replace what these boys knew about God and brainwash them into thinking like Chaldeans. This is what could be happening to us if we're not careful. We live in a world that is run by the father of lies, and his untruth saturates much of our thinking. That is why Jesus taught that we are not of this world. In John 17, 14, he says, Because they are not of this world, just as I am not of this world, I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them away from the evil one. The evil one that Jesus talks about in this verse has distorted our view of God in many ways. He has planted doubt in the minds of many unbelievers, and he has planted unbelief in many unbelievers and doubt in many believers. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, I was raised in a church that lived by the, yes, he can, but will he theology. We knew that God would provide for us, but would he do it for me? Since we didn't have the conviction that he actually would, we were taught that we had to take care of ourselves in the name of trusting God. Well, that's a form of unbelief. These boys in the story in Daniel did not have any of that unbelief. In Daniel 3, 17 and 18, these teenage boys say something very bold to the king who had the power over them to throw them into the furnace and to kill them, and that showed that they knew who God is. They said, If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. 
But if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods nor worship the golden statue that you have set up. They knew that God was going to be with them, even if they were thrown into the furnace. As Isaiah 42.2 says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. We need to know that no matter what we go through in life, we need to remember who God is and that he promises that he will go through those difficult situations with us. I love this verse because it is very honest. It doesn't say that we'll always be kept from the deep waters or from the fire, but it does say that as God is going to go through those things with us, we sometimes set up new believers to struggle by telling them that, well, once you get saved, all your problems are going to go away. That simply is not true. But what is true is that now as a child of God, you have a loving father who is going to go through them with you, giving you what you need to make it to the other side. The next thing we see in this story that's important as we face our own fiery furnaces is to know who we are as children of God. We know the boys in this story by their Babylonian names, which were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their Hebrew names were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Why is it important that the king changed the names of these boys and gave them Chaldean names? Because Hebrew names reinforce the relationship to God. For example, the name Hananiah means grace, mercy, and gift of the Lord. The name Mishael means who is like God or who is like our God. And Azariah means helped by God. Our God is my helper. So part of the king's brainwashing was to try and get these boys to forget who they are as Hebrews and thus forget their God. Oh, by the way, their Chaldean names had meanings also. Shadrach meant the command of Aku, the moon god. Meshach meant who is as Aku is. And Abednego means slave of the god Nebu. I think I like the Hebrew names much better. Knowing who you are as a child of God is essential. God did not send Jesus into this world to only save us from our sins, as wonderful as that is. He sent Jesus to die on the cross to give us a new life. I wrongly believed for many years that when I accepted Jesus as my Savior, all of my past sin was forgiven, but I was still the same old sinner saved by grace. I did not realize that at the moment I accepted Christ, my entire being changed. 2 Corinthians 5.21 in the Passion Translation says, For God has made the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God through our union with Him. Notice that it says that the only person who had ever lived a sinless life became sin on our behalf. Some teach that Jesus bore our sin on the cross like wearing a set of clothes. That really doesn't do justice to the incredible injustice of the sinless Savior becoming sin for us. I can't even imagine what that was like for Jesus to not simply carry our sin, which would have been horrible enough, but to become sin for us. Then, in exchange for our identity as a sinner, he made each of us righteous. That's right. He made each of us righteous. Again, from 2 Corinthians 5.17, Now if anyone is enfolded into Christ, 
he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the older order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. The enemy wants to keep you stuck in your old identity for at least two reasons. First, when you don't know on an experiential level your new identity as a child of God, you are much easier to manipulate with your past sinfulness. As a child of God who knows their identity has changed from sinner to now being the righteousness of God in Christ, the enemy cannot use your old past against you. When the enemy tries to throw your past sinfulness in your face, or when the enemy tries to throw my past sinfulness in my face, I am now able to say, yes, that was true of me before Christ, but that is no longer who I am. I am a new creation in Christ, and none of my past is still true of me. If you find that you're still believing lies about yourself by defining yourself by your mistakes or by the things that have happened to you, I'd suggest that you get with an RTF minister and destroy those lies and allow your Heavenly Father to tell you how He sees you. It is totally life-changing. Well, some of you are saying, didn't Lee talk about our identity in last week's podcast? Yes, he did. Understanding our identity as a child of God is so critical that we're covering it again, and we may cover it in a future podcast. That's because there are so many in the body of Christ who do not know who they are as children of God, and thus they are open to being manipulated by the enemy into inactivity. You and I may be facing some fiery furnaces in the future. It's important that we get ready before we face the furnace. To be like these boys and to know who your Father God is on an experiential level and discover who you are as His dearly loved child. Would you pray with me? Father God, we thank you that you are in the fire with me, that when the waters rise, you are with me, that no matter what the difficulty, I know that you are with me. Lord, prepare me for the days ahead. Give me the courage and the boldness I need to remain steadfast in you. Let me stand strong no matter what this world brings. Let me be an encouraging voice to those around me. I choose to trust you. You are always with me. You will never leave me alone, and you will always come through. I just want to remind you of these scriptures of Hebrews 13.5 that says, I will never leave you or forsake you. And Joshua 1.9 have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Our declaration today is, I declare that no matter what may come my way, I will trust and rest in Him. He is always with me. You know, on the written portion of the podcast, you'll find a recommendation for a song. It's called Fourth Man by Jonathan David Helser and Melissa Helser. I would encourage you to listen to it. It's just so encouraging. And just ask the Lord what He wants you to do to prepare for this season ahead. We know He's gonna be with us, but we know at times there's things that we need to do to prepare. So join us next week for our podcast. And if this has blessed you, we would love to hear back from you. You can visit our website. You can find out some different resources that might be of assistance to you and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth 
empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.